Hi, I'm Anna Reinert, former host of Art Supply Posse. As the founder of the podcast, I have remained a champion for what it has continued to do. My website, The Well-Appointed Desk, is an online resource for all the analog tools you love and is sponsoring Art Supply Posse. The Well-Appointed Desk has recently celebrated its 10-year anniversary with top 10 lists featuring our best recommendations in paper, pens, and pencils. Every week, The Well-Appointed Desk publishes new reviews of all your favorite analog tools and everyone's favorite link love on Wednesdays. Don't forget to check out our shop where you can get all of your favorite coloring, ink testing books, and quirky stationery products, including the Art Supply Posse Sherlock Holmes Pocket Notebook while supplies last. Visit wellappointeddesk.com today. Thanks. Hello, Posse. It's Kim. I have a lovely conversation to bring with you today with Dana Barberi of Little Butterfly Studio. Before we get to it, I thought I'd remind you that you can support us over on Patreon. Your $1 a month will help keep this podcast going, and in return, you'll get a monthly newsletter, as well as the bragging rights of being a member of the Posse. You'll find the link in our show notes. Now, on with the episode. Hi, Dana. Welcome to the Art Supply Posse. Hi. Hi, Kim. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's my absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to this chat. Uh, so I want to get started with a question I ask everyone, and that is I want you to tell me who you are. Who is Dana Barberi? <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Um, I am an artist and maker. Uh, mm-hmm. I live in New York State. I'm a couple of hours outside of New York City. Um, I live with my husband, my two teenage children, our dog, cat, and two guinea pigs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, I'm a former textile designer. Um, and once I had my son, I became full-time mom, but I still continue to constantly make <laughs> and create things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. I think I think once you start making at some stage, you never really stop. It's always there. I think. Can't, yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine not <laughs> making things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, why do you think that is? Like, why? Because obviously, I've done a little bit of research about you because it it makes this whole process go smoother. And I'm curious to know why has art for you always been, you know, something you've always done throughout your life? Gosh, you know, I know that's such a good question because I think back like even just young, you know, earlier years of life, Mm. like I just feel Mm. like I was curious about a lot of things um, and just wanting to try stuff. Um, I don't know, like I think it kind of gets me up. Not that that is the only thing that gets me up for my day, but it, it no, my mind's know. kind of thinking about, okay, what am I working on today? Or um, I don't always have like tons of time. You know, I do have kids and family that I do take care of, but mm-hmm. um, I know for myself, like that's an important, that's a part, that's a part of me that like, I can't, I couldn't, I can't let that go. You know, that's just part of who I am, I guess, to say, yeah, yeah. 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 So when you were younger, like, and I'm talking basically when you were a child, what do you remember what you sort of first started playing around with, artistically speaking? Um, I would say when I was a little, little, when I do remember, you know, 
the coloring, um, like mm-hmm. Crayola crayons, you would get a brand new box. Like that was like a big deal as a young kid. Yeah. Like they're all new and they're, you know, and it came with like the built in sharpener in the back of the box. And that was so like, you know, it's a simple thing now you think of, but mm-hmm. like as a little kid, that was so fun, you know? Um, yeah. so I think that was probably, you know, that, that very young. And then I remember getting a little older and, getting into doing maybe like little crafts, you know, latch hooking. Um, Mm -hmm. That was fun. And then I think once I got into high school, I really started getting into taking um, art classes, um, you know, the painting and the drawing. And I just, I really just enjoyed it. Like I felt like, Oh, this is, I love it. You know, I just, Mm -hmm. so I also did like a jewelry design class and I took a sculpture class. Um, I, so I just, wanted to try a lot of different things. It was just, in, you know, I felt like that was like something that I could do and I was interested in it. So yeah, I just kept going with it. So how then did the fiber arts come to you? The fiber arts. Yeah. So when I went to, I went to fa- the fashion Institute of technology and I studied textile surface design there. Um, mm-hmm. So during that time we had to take weaving classes and we also did a knitting, a machine knitting class. Uh, and then we also had to take another um, sort of fiber related um class it was sort of like more of a more of a fiber art class like not craft more like you know sort of experimental like how would you think of maybe designing a screen for a room like you had to sort of come up with a different like way with like whether it was with yarn or paper or you know so it was a little experimental um but I think I started crocheting somewhere. I don't remember exactly when I started, but I think it was somewhere in those years of college. And then it was sort of just there. Like it wasn't like, I wasn't really crazy about it, but I could do it. And um, and then I think once I got a little bit older, I got more into um well, I wanted to learn how to knit because I was actually doing a collaboration with another artist who was a knitter and a photographer. And she always had these beautiful knit projects going. And I just was so intrigued by them. And I was like, that's something that I probably never could do. It just seemed like so hard and complicated. And But I was still interested and I really just was so drawn to it. So... Um, as time went on, it was like, well, let me sign up for a class. So I joined a, a craftsy online class, um, beginner knitter. And I really, I fell in love with that. I mean, not, I wouldn't say at first, I didn't love it at first. I went through a really awkward phase and dropping my needles and, um, yeah, it was, it was tough, but I kept with it. And, you know, so now I, I love, you know, at night I'll sit and it's kind of like a meditative time to just sort of relax and, and Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm curious because, so I have very, very basic knitting skills and I would never ever 
say I'm at good at all, but I was shown physically by a person. So I'm curious to know what's the process of learning to knit through an online, I'm assuming you had video to guide you. What's that like, learning a skill like that online? Um, I would say, I, I don't know, like I guess I guess that was just, that's how I did. Like, I don't, I can't compare it to like being shown. I think it would have been easier maybe to be shown in person, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But with yeah. the video also, you can pause it and do what the person just did, or you can rewind it or, you know, you mm -hmm. can. Yeah. So it's, and it's always there. Like, so maybe if you're with a person and they show you and you're doing it okay then I go home and I drop a stitch oh no what do I do I have to wait till I get back in that in front of that person yeah. again right yeah. so maybe in the yeah. class I can yeah. you know find the answer to that you know a little bit easier yeah, yeah. So, so it's probably it's probably actually kind of in a way it might be even better I guess because you can you, you can pause it you can rewind it you can watch it over and over and over and over again yeah so, yeah all the no. way you're not making that person annoyed by your inability <laughs> to pick it up quickly <laughs> yeah or even that like sort of uncomfortable feeling like oh I'm doing this wrong and they're looking at me and they're getting like yes. oh come on can you figure it out and, you know that sort of or you just feel like yeah that pressure <laughs> to get it right because they're watching you <laughs> yeah oh I like it I've just you've just given me a newfound respect for online learning I'm like mm, yes this is a very good idea <laughs> yeah no it, it, it I mean you know yeah it has its pros and cons but yeah yes, I, yes. I yeah definitely so so why then did you decide all right well art is what I sort of want to try and do and maybe even to an extent sell my work or make some money from my work like what was that a was that a process you sat down and thought about doing did it come just sort of by accident like um or? well currently I'm not sell trying to sell anything like mm -hmm. I, I kind of went through a phase I was like okay I'm gonna try I felt really like it was really difficult in the sense that like I felt like I had to make something specific to like okay is that person gonna like it and you know it, it felt like it just felt like a little bit too much pressure at that time so I was like well I'm just gonna work on this because I enjoy it for right now like this is what I like doing um so it, it's definitely more of a I guess self-fulfillment <laughs> right now <laughs> um and it, and it took a little bit of the pressure off so I don't feel like for myself like oh I need to make something to go on someone's wall you know it's sort of it coming from myself and yeah not trying to get a gallery to like it or you know anything yeah, like that yeah yeah, yeah. So then, okay so you're not actually selling per se at the moment but are you are you primarily making art simply for yourself or do you give any of it away to sort of family and friends because I know you can sometimes particularly when you fall in love with a new thing and you you know, you produce lots of it because you obviously want to get better at it, but then you end up with an awful lot of that particular <laughs> art too. Do you give any of it away or do you just have this huge great discussion like I do with lots of things I've made and I don't know what I'm going to do with them? Like <laughs> I have, yeah, I have given stuff away. Yeah, I have. I, I do. I have a lot of stuff like sort of stored away <laughs> that I've done and, um, 
yeah, I, I know it's it's tough, right? I mean, it's like you mm-hmm. want to make these things, but then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to run out of space to keep them. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but every now and again, I think, what would happen if I died tomorrow? Like, what's going to happen to all <sighs> this stuff? Is my husband going to have to? Oh, decide to throw it away keep it set like what you know what I mean like it doesn't stop me from wanting to do it or doing it but I do sometimes think what am I going to do with all this <laughs> I know I know I know I know I, I, I think I have gone through and thrown out some things that I'm just like it was really bad like <laughs> I just was like yeah you know I, I could let that go yeah. but yeah. I've I've done the thing of actually once or twice going through my like complete and utter art supply stash and going okay I'm no longer interested in this thing whatever it is and so I've either found someone I knew who would use it or given it to like you know to a to a charity or something to to try and sell because I'm just like I'm not throwing it out like it's perfectly good whatever it was but it was no longer for me and I think that's something maybe we all all of us artistic people should do a little bit more is just go I don't need that anymore I'm not using it and it makes up room for more things right 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 yeah that's yeah it sort of clears it clears the space and clears your mental space (laughs) yes yes and then it makes it easy to justify buying more (laughs) there you go so you you do work obviously you know you do work within a few different sorts of mediums because it's not just fiber I know having browsed your um, blog I'm looking at the beautiful um, pieces you're making in your sketchbooks at the moment do you have a preferred medium to work with or are you just like give me all the different things I like a lot of different things yeah um I definitely like acrylic I do like gouache um mm-hmm. I one day I hope I get to go back and paint in oil paints I'm just I don't have that set up I, I don't have a space to do that here um I, yeah so and oh I like watercolor yeah I guess actually mm-hmm. I like to try a lot of things yeah so I've, lately I've been using um um water soluble crayons and mm-hmm oil pastels I just started to play around with those um and I also have the um I guess they're just the dry pastels I'm not really sure what they're called but just the traditional powdered chalk pastels that's it yeah yeah so I have those too I I do I have I I do like to buy a lot of art supplies there's no shame in that I'm the same I love lots (laughs) things I love to try lots of different things I like to not get bored by the same thing you're in a safe space you're all like it I think (laughs) yeah I know I can't imagine just only like using one medium like and just Mm. being devoted to that like I don't I guess there are maybe some people that do that but (laughs) I can't yes no I can't either I'm curious what's what's it like to use those water soluble pastels because I've never actually played around with that before and they do look fascinating what are they like to use can you sort of talk um, a little bit of- I I like them um I don't add the water to them though I kind of use it more like a crayon almost uh <laughs> it's they're if have you ever tried one no never no, no. Okay. just seen them but not tried yeah okay okay it's kind of like a crayon but way so- like a softer crayon smoother 
um, and just has a nicer coverage. So yeah, I, I haven't, and I like to, you can layer them. So if you want to get a color that isn't in your set, you can mm-hmm. make your own color. Um, I like it. I mean, it feels really good to just sort of sit down and scribble on the paper even, you know, I like that yeah. that feeling. <laughs> yeah, same. I do too. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, like using, I, I like using markers for that specific reason. Like it feels like you're scribbling and I just, oh, it can, and I quite like that. It's something about that feeling that's really cool to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's relaxing or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you have like when you're when you're playing around and doing that kind of thing do you have a preferred sort of um brand of sketchbook uh, that you use like is there is there something that you find you go to a lot or do you try lots of different brands as well Uh yeah I do like to try different ones um but I love the Strathmore 500 series there's a drawing one that I actually will paint on. Um, and then there's a, not a, not a lot of paint on it, but then there's also a mixed media mm-hmm. Strathmore 500 series. That one's they're soft covered and um, there's no spiral. I don't like the spiral binding down the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do like to try, try different ones. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have a preferred size? Like, do you like a big page to work on or a smaller page? Like, I'm curious. I'm always curious by this kind of thing because, like, personally I tend to most of the time prefer to work small, but I know that some people hate working small and they love to work big. Like, do you have a preference or does it depend Um, on what you do? Yeah, yeah, I would say it depends. I think I I do prefer a not. Not huge, but not really small. Um, I probably, I like a, maybe like an eight and a half inch by 11 um, yep. size, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. It's not a bad size. It's not too big, not too small, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Do you have, what about colors? Like, do you have a favorite kind of color or color scheme that you refer, you, you keep coming back to, or is it again a case of depends what I'm doing, depends on my mood, what I'm trying to create, sort of thing? Um, yeah, I think yeah, I, it can be sort of a mood thing, but I sometimes I sit down and think, oh, I really want to do like a kind of a something very neutral, but for mm-hmm. some reason, like I have a hard time not like making something colorful. <laughs> <laughs> I love experimenting with color combinations. Like that's, mm-hmm. oh, I love that. Like I love that in my crocheting and I love that in, you know, the painting or anything. I mean, I could be using um, paper to do collage. Like I love seeing how the colors work together. That That's so fun for me. Yeah, like that was a big part of being a textile designer. Like we had to learn how to mix gouache paint to match perfectly a color to, you know, be printed yeah. at the mill on the fabric. So that was like, we were trained <laughs> with the color. That was a big deal. Yeah. That would be a, that would be a process and a half trying to get all that kind of perfect. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, we would sit there and have like these little tiny, 
um, containers where we would like be mixing up um, trying to when we were in college, we would be matching like we would have to match a little swatch and like the teacher would look at it. No, that you need to add more red or, you know, (laughs) but it really like made you aware of just the different variations in a hue, like, Mm. yeah, very sensitive to different colors. Yeah. So if you're doing that, if you're doing that with fiber, so, you know, crocheting or something like that, is that, is that like this experimenting and playing with colors, is that, easier or harder to do than than with paint for example like because I don't I don't have a lot of experience with that kind of thing so that's sort of what I'm thinking like are there lots of colors available or do you have to dye your own fiber like how do you go about that yeah that's it is a little it's definitely a little bit more challenging like I just I'm almost complete um with a queen size um crocheted blanket for my bed and um Mm. I ha- I think that there's probably like close to 20 different colors as they're crocheted wow. circles and they're all like joined together with an ivory. So that kind of ties them all together. But, um, mm-hmm. and I ordered most of these colors I had to order online. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, when you order something online, you don't, it doesn't exactly match the color on your yeah. screen. So yeah. once you get it, you're like, okay, well, okay. And, and yeah, so that was a little bit more challenging. Like I, I, uh, it, but in the end, it actually ended up, I actually love it. But it, as I was going along, I'm like, I don't know, like this is either going to come out really nice or like really terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So you don't have, yeah, you have, you don't have, of course, as much, choice in you know Mm. like some of them I'm looking at like oh I wish this was a little bit more of a dustier yellow and not so so, such a bright color but right with the paint you feel it feels like I can really get that color that for the most part that I have my head or would like to see on the page you've got that um, flexibility I guess of mixing colors yeah yeah and then tying, I guess even too, in your case, tying into your experience mixing colours to match for textiles, that's probably, that'd help you enormously, I would think, in, in getting the exact right colour in, in a paint or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I kind of feel like when I'm looking at something I made, like, I almost feel like the colours are like, maybe determining whether I like the painting more than like anything else, mm-hmm. I guess just yeah. because I'm so sensitive to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know how like you can see a piece of art and you know, maybe not for you. I don't know. Maybe it's just with me, but like, I feel like maybe the first thing that maybe draws me to that piece is the color. I don't know. You know? Oh, yeah. I would agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's usually, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's the color. I think it's incredibly important. And actually, I, I, I personally expand that out to not just art itself, but like you know, my surrounds, my like my environment where I'm, where I live, and that sort of stuff. Like, I think that plays as much importance as the design is the actual color of, of you know. Yeah. I think you're the perfect person to know. There are so many different shades of white, you know. Um, <laughs> yes. And everything else, and I think it's important for me particularly. I just feel a lot better if I'm surrounded by things and colours and that, that I like. I just, yeah, it's 
that probably didn't explain it very well, but I know that's a feeling I have is like if I like yeah. my surrounds, then I'm good. Mentally I'm good <laughs> or better anyway, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's huge. I, I think it affects mm. us more, yeah, more than we even <laughs> realise sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So do you have do you have any any um art mediums that you've tried and you just don't like they just didn't work for you um i don't really like using um the i think they're called the micron pens Mm -hmm. i'm not not, yeah i don't use i don't really do too much like very tight work um Mm -hmm. I'm more loose. So the pens are not my favorite. I don't really use markers. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think if there's anything else that I just feel, I don't know, nothing else that I can think of. I'm sure there are, but I, I can't think of them right <laughs> now. <laughs> so what does a typical art session look like for you? So let's say in a perfect world, you know, there is no COVID. So everybody's, at school or work or whatever the case may be, you've suddenly got a few hours to yourself to do something artistic. <laughs> what would that look like for you? Like is it a very planned thing? Is it a very loose, just fly by the city of pants kind of thing? Like what's that like for you? Yeah, I think it's um, it's pretty loose. Yeah, I would say it's pretty <laughs> loose. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, unless I'm doing like a specific, like I just recently worked on a landscape painting for my dining room, which was kind of a large size, well, larger than I normally do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, unless it's like something that I'm working specifically on, I'd like to probably just sit down with my sketchbook um, or even outside of the sketchbook, just on paper and I'll whatever how much time I have I'll sort of be able to to get yeah. well yeah seeing how long I have to kind of get down and sit down and and work on something yeah it's yeah. I guess I kind of go with the flow <laughs> yeah and yeah. so so like how do you like is it a case of and this is something I'm curious I of all people who do like to play within different mediums as opposed to just paint only or just, you know, fibre only. Like is it a decision, like if you did have an entire day to yourself to to create art of some sort, do you know like, yeah, okay, I need, is it a feeling that makes you go, yes, today or now I'm going to play with my fibre and I'm going to make this thing with that or, you know, or do you feel like, no, what I really need is to be, using my crayons like is it is it based on feeling or is it sort of no I know I want to make this particular project so that's what it needs to be made in wow yeah I think that it's I think it's feeling yeah um yeah I think I feel like oh you know like there's maybe a part of me oh I really want to work with I've been well I've been thinking this to myself in the past you know a few days like I really want to work with get out my acrylics and mm-hmm. maybe one of like a canvas panel and um, think about doing a landscape on that. So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah it's a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of yeah. it is. I think it's a lot, a lot of it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So do you have a do you have a dedicated workspace? Like do you have a, a room or a corner in a room or a desk or something <laughs> that like where you get to work exclusively or can you shut yourself away from the world or what's that like for you? <laughs> well, I don't, I def, I do not have a whole room no way. But um in, in our in our bedroom which I'm in right now speaking to you. Um mm-hmm. I have a I have a little painting area set up in the corner. And, um, with one of those like rolling carts, um, uh, you've probably seen them all online, um, with supplies sort of stacked into that. And also, um, I have a little area that I have like, not all of it, but some of my, um, yarn and fabric, if I do any embroidery and that's, that's also, but you know what? I, I do like to come in here and work, but um, now that, you know, my children are older, but I also have stuff like I will work on other things like other areas in the house. So that's, so I don't have a specific studio, I guess, but I kind yes. of feel like my house is because I like to yes. to work, yeah. work everywhere in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's nice too, because I mean, yes, okay, you sometimes and probably most of the time actually really just need some peace and quiet when you're making. But sometimes I think too it's nice to just be in a different space to where you usually are. Like I think sometimes getting yourself out of what you're used to looking at can sometimes spark a bit of creativity too or just make you think, look at things differently or the lighting might be different and might be better in one spot as opposed to another. Like at least you've got the flexibility of being able to do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And even when we had, when the weather was warmer, I would even like take my um, sketchbook outside and, and try to do a little, you know, work out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It's always nice when you can do that, I think. Yeah, it does. Feels good. So do you have any kind of tips or advice that, you know, maybe a listener's listeners have listened to this episode and thought you know what I actually am sick of doing the exact same whatever it is that they've been doing artistically and they want to try something different but kind of haven't known you know or haven't felt the confidence to try something new like can you can you suggest anything for someone that might want to jump into it into something different oh my gosh just do it do it if you haven't (laughs) I mean I know that sounds like obvious but if you have an interest in like, I want to try out this medium. I mean, mm. most art supplies are not terribly expensive, you know, or maybe, you know, somebody that works in a medium that you're interested and in, they can loan you some of their supplies, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. If you have any interest in doing, yeah, do it. Right. Life is short. Yeah, yeah exactly. Short. Yeah, yeah, and even if it yeah. ends up that you don't like that, you can pass it on to somebody else, you know, if mm-hmm. if the medium yeah. is just like, eh, you know, or there's definitely, I mean, kids will be more than happy to take it and, yeah. 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 Yep, agree, agree, yeah. definitely. What's the worst that's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? What, so, so you true. make something and it, yeah, you make something that doesn't come out the way you thought or either you're going to, yeah going to keep going and keep trying it um or realize you know you know that maybe this particular thing isn't for me so and that's okay yeah that's right and I think that the good thing about that is 
you've tried it, you've discovered it doesn't work for you, you can put that away and go, well, I don't want to do that any further, but I will try the next thing that interests me. Like, right. I think that's a really good thing. You've got to figure it out. Yes, definitely. Just play. It, yeah, play. Yeah. Well, I think um, that was a really good chat, Dana. I quite enjoyed that. Did you have anything else you wanted to cover that we haven't yet spoken about? Um, let me see. I don't think so. I think that that was, that was it. Yeah, it was a good ranging conversation. I think we sort of covered lots of different things. Um, so where's the best place for people to find you online so they can see what you're up to and, you know, maybe get in touch and say hi, let you know they like the episode, that sort of thing? They can find me at um, www.littlebutterflystudio.com and that's mostly where I'll, I'll be. I'm also on Instagram, but I don't visit there as often. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. it's definitely uh, it's definitely good. I've checked. I've, as I said, I did a little bit of research and I went through, and I really quite enjoyed reading your and looking at your work. So um, definitely, listeners, head there for um, seeing more of Dana's stuff. It's 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 uh, really quite nice and inspiring, and I'm sure you'll enjoy yeah. it too. Yes, and oh, I do want to just mention quickly that it's a little bit of a new thing. I'm doing a little vlog, and I post that on Sundays. I call it Sunday Sketch. Um, you don't have to see my face, but I'm in there and I'm doing a little bit, I use different materials and things. So, um, you'll, you can get a little bit of an idea maybe too how some, some of the materials, uh, work together. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Um, I know from seeing these kind of vlogs, just, you're right. Watching someone actually use an art supply can be so helpful. If you've never tried it before and you're learning, you're, you're teaching yourself, I think it's so helpful to see someone else use it and because you can get ideas that you would never even thought of yourself, like, oh, if I hold it this way, it creates that thing or, yeah, yeah. there's something about watching someone do that is really quite inspiring, I find. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I don't edit I really, I mean, I, you'll see me <laughs> just sort of even struggling with stuff and I don't edit that out because, well, it's real life, right? <laughs> that's what yeah, happens, so. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think you need to see it. Like no one is perfect. No, no one, no oh. artistic project is perfect. Like you need to see where you get it wrong and the mistakes or the, the, you know, whatever it is. A struggle almost, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so helpful to everybody if they realise that they're not the only ones having trouble with this thing. Like we all do. Even, even I'm sure, even the most you know prolific artists have bad days or bad moments, or they can't get things to work right. And it's so nice to see that. It's just like, yeah, this is cool. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Oh, fantastic. I'm glad you mentioned that. That was, um, yeah, really good. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Dana, so much again for joining us today in the Posse. I appreciate having you here. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. <laughs>